0: Hello, I'm Harry Karanja, the lawyer, and I am Gashau Patrick, the layman, and this is Swalanyeti, the Kenyan legal podcast that pairs a layman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions. Welcome, Gashau. Hi, Wakili. How are you? Very good. How are you? Fine, thank you. Get guess what I have? I I just acquired. Uh huh. Blue teeth. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> your teeth are blue. What? No, bara. Uh, it's this device. Yes. You buy from the streets. Yes. Hmm? Uh huh. And. They they have a Chinese accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the, the Bluetooth which uh, i spoken by a Chinese is yeah. success is connected successfully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have yeah. been seeing them around on doosies. Yeah. i have seen them. No doosies have Bluetooth. Okay. So if you put your Bluetooth on your doozy. Yeah. And you carry a, a pylon yeah. a passenger who yeah. has Bluetooth. Yeah. Their phone call might go to the doozy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we are calling them blue teeth. Uh, <laughs> they can connect to multiple devices. In fact, you can get a call from the police. Uh, you just pass next to a police car like this. Uh-huh. The radio call comes to the <laughs> door. So I'm very really happy That's with my acquisition. <laughs> that was almost sound like a security threat. No, no, no. no. Yeah. We are just listening in. Make sure we don't pass next to do this. I'll be very careful. The devices uh, are just connecting. My, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's hear today's case, Wakili. Okay.
1: Wakili, I got married in my early 20s and because we were not yet financially stable, we lived with his parents. The mother supported us as long as we were under her roof. And during this honeymoon period, I got pregnant. This was my turning point since I got an awakening that made me so unsatisfied with our living arrangement. I expressed it to my husband and it became a thorn in our marriage. I gave birth and my mother-in-law footed the bill and was our major financier, Madharawe Kwongezeka. Our marital disputes increased and this was the main reason since I wanted us to have our own. I left and I went back home, but before I left, we had a meeting with my mother-in-law and my husband. We agreed that she would bankroll everything, my son, but her only condition was that he stayed in her compound. After a few months, my husband got a job and he moved out with our son since he wanted to be the primary caregiver other than uh, his mother. His mother was not happy and she cut off my son. I'm wondering, can he sue his mother for child support?
0: Okay, so this case, the way I understand it, you have uh, this couple who are living together in a family compound, Kwasimba. Hey, Qu- uh, yes, you know the Simba, Kwasimba. <laughs> <laughs> so the man and his uh, his uh, the mother of his child were living in the Simba, which is within a compound where the the parents also live. Yes, the parents of the boy. Yes. And after they've separated, it seems that this boy doesn't have any source of income. Yeah, he was always relying on his parents. Yes. He's a welfare baby. <laughs> He's a welfare baby. <laughs> but uh, it seems he was—he uh, had quite a bit of welfare. Yeah, the welfare is fat. Yes. So, yeah. so the mother of the child agreed for this uh, man yes. to remain with the child, yes, on condition that um that welfare, that welfare would <laughs> would, <laughs> would flow to the child. Yeah. yeah. But now, apparently, what this. Uh, boy and his his uh, parents decided yeah. is that the parents would only give him money if the child lived inside the parents' house, in the palace, in the palace, not, not in not the simba. in the guard's house, not in the simba, and yes. and and they exchanged communication to this effect, which, in this case, we're looking at, we're calling the agreement. Mm-hmm. But later, this man decided he's a man he needs to live with the child Lambana, yes. and after he's taken the child to the simba, the parents have now um, stopped providing the welfare Yes they called it the bank <laughs> don't wire <laughs> welfare money and uh, and the, this man now is distraught because he can't take the child back the mm-hmm. wife. Or the, the mother expects that the child is being taken care of. Okay. He doesn't have a source of income, so he needs to know what legal options he has. The first legal option he has is he should get a job <laughs> that pays him something. <laughs> so the thing about parental responsibility, it it applies whether or not you have a job. No, oh yeah, you have to take care of the child. I mean, whether or not you have a job, it can be through welfare. It's up to through you. employment. Uh, it's up to you. <laughs> but the child has to be taken care of. Okay. So I mean, I agree with you. He he. Pro- that would probably be the fastest solution. You fastest legal. Yeah. But uh, here we love uh, tackling <laughs> yeah. legal issues. Yeah. And the legal issue that arises here is really whether or not um, these parents yeah. can be said to have breached a contract, which uh, this son. Can successfully sue on. Eh. Yeah. And <laughs> the of Nadi is a very bad man. They are seeing the parent. Well, I mean. For, for the parent's money. You see, both the parents and the child are adults. Okay. So, so, on that basis, they both have capacity to enter into contracts with anyone they wish. You know, in including Africa, themselves. In Africa, you are always your parents' baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. When you are 50, yeah. your father coughs like this, you get a cold. <laughs> You don't come to say, oh, I decided. No, who, where? Well, I agree with you. And and this guy, he's still living with parents. Even worse. (laughs) But at the end of the day, he had capacity to enter a contract. They signed something, I think. Well, whether or not it was a physical signature or an agreement, it's not very clear, but yes. There's a contract. As far as he was concerned, there was a contract. Now, as far as uh, whether there was consideration... It seems there was because, you see, we're looking at, you know, what makes a contract valid, okay? Oh, yeah. One, people have to have capacity. Two, there has to be consideration. There has to be an exchange, okay. okay? So, it seems the exchange was, we'll give you money. You give us the baby. Or rather, or rather we'll pay for your parental responsibility costs. Oh, yeah. But the baby lives in our house. The main house. <laughs> in the main house. Yeah. So, uh, there was consideration. Okay. Because at the end of the day, the agreement that this man had with the lady was that he would take care. So, first, the lady's in the dark, so they don't even know how. <laughs> so, <it's> <laughs> 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 she probably suspects. I mean, she probably suspects this guy has no job. Yeah, she it's probably suspects, okay. But the question is, were these parents mm-hmm. entitled to take up that parental responsibility? Yeah, as an obligation. Oh, okay, because okay. that's essentially what the parents have done. Mm. But their parents Well, their grandparents, grandparents. Their grandparents okay, of a, of, a, of a child whose father is alive Even the mother Exactly And able Exactly So that's the thing So when it comes to parental responsibility Okay It first It's attached to the parents That's why it's called parental responsibility ah, no. As and we, not, are, we are Africans <laughs> Like I mean, African men delegate to Af- to their wives Yeah Parental responsibility. Yes, but... It's in our African constitution it, to no, delegate. But it doesn't become grandparental responsibility. So we can delegate upwards. It's not delegating, okay? Or even if you delegate, what I can argue is that you remain the one responsible for whatever I, it is. I can drop the child to school. If you're the boss and you delegate to someone else, at the end of the day, if that thing fails or not, it's the boss who will be asked. Yeah, yeah. So, as much as you're saying that they're delegating, they're the ones who remain responsible. And now you we are questioning whether or not mm-hmm. it's even okay or legally possible mm-hmm. to give the grandparents that responsibility. That's what we are questioning. So, I'm, I'm not so much questioning it as I'm saying that it doesn't happen. Okay? It shouldn't happen. Parental okay. responsibility is attached to the parents so and they, the only way that <laughs> that responsibility is extinguished or not extinguished but rather is transferred yes. is either the parents die mm-hmm. okay so if a parent dies then um if they had a person that they had appointed as the guardian in their will that person takes over that person will take over parental responsibility alternatively it is the other parent who remains alive who would exercise the parental responsibility Wow, Because remember, parental responsibility is not just about um, you providing for the child. It's also you having the right to guide the child, to choose what religion the child will follow, to make other decisions with relation to the child. So parental responsibility has both rights, duties, obligations, and all of these are included. So in -hmm. this case, we don't know to what extent... This guy has given his, his the grandparents that responsibility. I don't know if the grandparents are the one to decide determines the religion, the school, what what these grandparents are doing, which is admirable in a way, is that they are they're being grandparents, you know, are yeah. making sure that this child has the best possible life. But at the end of the day, they don't have the right, right. Woo. yeah, they don't have that right. But neither does this guy have a right to sue them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to that bit, okay? So these people, <laughs> how are you seeing your parents? Because that's what that, that's what we're discussing today. Over their okay. wealth, we've said that the parents, the grandparents, cannot get parental responsibility unless unless through unless testamentary was, yeah. guardianship or through a court order. Okay. okay, they would actually have to go to court and say that these parents are unfit, can't take care of this baby. We'll take over. We want parental responsibility, okay. and it's it's not easy. For that to happen. Okay. Okay. Alternatively, they could actually talk to both parents and if the parents consent, then they can take up guardianship of the child, even if the parents are still alive. And with that guardianship, that would also give them parental responsibility. Okay. So in this case, there was no court order. The parents remain alive and except for not having um, income, there's no other reason to say that they are unfit. Yeah. So the question becomes: If these grandparents did not acquire parental responsibility, yes, and now this son wants to withdraw or wants to rescind
1: that implied, <laughs> responsibility, <laughs> yes, responsibility. responsibility,
0: okay, can he still enforce those payments that the parents ah, were making? You should forget it. <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> that is another. Man. So I think how I, do they say it? <laughs> <laughs> the question here would be whether this contract is valid. valid to begin with. No. Why would he say no? You see, mm-hmm. if I get you what you're saying is yes, this guy yeah. has has no right yeah. to transfer parental responsibility. Well, he has, but he it wasn't done. It wasn't done. Yes, in the way that it would have good. So been done. it wasn't done. Yes. Now, how come? Now, when mm-hmm. you're not getting the money, yes. you want to imply that that parental responsibility was done. <laughs> well, the baby lives in my house, or you if, pay school fees. But you see, he can say that um this was not a parental responsibility agreement. He, it was. <laughs> he does that and he leaves the Simba. sour. <laughs> <laughs> get out. Yeah, so I mean, anyway. I think there are very few good options left for him. You know, by the time you're suing your parents or considering suing are your you parents... you in trouble? Yeah, you, you have very few good options. Okay, anyway. Hey? Well, well, the first good option is not to sue your parents. And <laughs> <laughs> Get a job, anyway. But, eh? Yeah, but uh, I would say you cannot enforce a contract which was not valid. And ah, this contract okay. is based on, on a consideration that failed. You cannot transfer parental responsibility. So, okay. so that's a failed consideration. Therefore, that contract was void. I see. And wow. uh, I don't see how he would be able to enforce this, considering that it was uh, what we call void ab initio. It was void from the very beginning. So, are you telling me if we have a void contract, but runs it runs? Mm-hmm. The day we go to court, yes, it will. It is as if we had never had a contract. Depending on why you're going to court, yeah. 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 It will have. It will have been. Was, there was no. There was it no contract. Be. It can be. It can okay. be. declared that this contract did not exist. And Whatever you and guys it were it doing. It cannot become a contract in the middle <laughs> somewhere. I mean, if if the reason why the contract is not valid has not changed, okay, then the contract cannot magically turn to be a valid contract. The reason I'm asking is, well, I'm wondering if something can start, yeah. wrongly and end rightfully. Like there was no contract. Now there is a contract. Unless something changes. Yeah. What something was changes wrong, along the way, and now it's a contract. Yes, but the contract probably would start when that thing changes and becomes Oh, that's a new contract. That's when the contract starts. There was no contract before. You guys. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, mana. Anyway, now, Akili, you have said this guy. uh, The parents are refusing to give him money and he needs money to take the child to school. So should he go to to the small claims court and tell the judge, man, my parents need to pay school fees because they had said they would do it. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) <laughs> so if I get you right, you're you saying he, he instead of uh, trying and enforcing these uh, things in the children's court where probably he won't get an audience, mm-hmm. or rather, you know, the because the parents have nothing to do with it, whether he can go to the small claims court. Yes. So I'm assuming whatever this contract is worth is less than a million shillings. A school is two yeah,
1: Brookhouse.
0: <laughs> he has 800K maybe, and anyway, I don't know. I'm yeah. kidding, yeah, but yeah. And whereas the small claims court does... Entertain breaches of contract. Yes. Once more, we shall look at whether or not this contract was valid. Hey. And he might go and try and enforce. I mean, as I said, this court is all about forming jurisprudence. He can give it a shot. <laughs> See yeah, that's the thing. Uh, whether or not I would advise it, though, <laughs> is a different question altogether. And you know what I'm wondering is this guy is if he goes to enforce. Mm-hmm. that contract mm-hmm. is he also saying the baby should go back to the main house <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean contracts go both ways so so I'm there has to be consideration b- but oh, you know, this is tight I want the child in my simba mm-hmm. and I want the money <laughs> I want the cake and I want to eat it <laughs> good luck <laughs> anyway Wakili thank you very much I I have seen more or less such cases before so it's good that we have discussed it I'm sure somebody has has or knows a person like this Anyway, thank you very much, and until our next episode, goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Swalanyeti. To listen to more episodes or get more information, visit our website, www.swalanyeti.org. If you have a legal question, you can also send it to us on our website. Or call us on 0708 if you need urgent assistance. Till next time, goodbye. Goodbye.